We finally know who has the higher cholesterol between Mark Hunt and Roy Nelson, which means it's time for Verbal Tap, the show that proves fighting is way easier from outside the cage. I am your host, Kevin. With me, of course, the man that watched the fights and tweeted about them, Rafa Sparza. Rafa, how are you doing this evening? There's more to me than just that. You know that, right? I do know that, well, first of all, you don't sleep. I know that there is not a lot, like, so everything that you need to know about Raph is predicated on that. You were mm-hmm. watching these fights on UFC Fight Pass, I presume, because you are one mm-hmm. of seven people that saw them live. And mm-hmm. you were tweeting about them. I would say more than anyone else on the internet, from what I saw. I would like to put this out there, Kevin. I actually put out the first tweet as a blanket statement because it was playing at 9.30 p.m. my time uh, for the prelims. So okay. that's enough for me to say uh, I didn't expect to be in for the night, but I am. So let me just tweet out this one joke and see if people are up. And shockingly, people were up and responding <laughs> more than fights that are on at real times. Okay. So I was a little surprised by that. And uh, I was like, all right, fuck it. I guess I'm in for the night. And uh, I just started tweeting and I had a good time uh, talking about them. They were surprisingly good fights. I will say that. What are you doing? You just plugging away at your your computer, just watching the fights on one thing and tweeting them out. Like, let's talk to people through the process, Raf. People like to know how the sausage is made. <laughs> well, let's see. Well, that's a weird metaphor. <laughs> or something more pleasant. Okay. The grandma's uh, biscuits. Jesus. You get all the bratwurst <laughs> you can find and just put it into the animal killer, and then you make delicious. <laughs> and that, um, that's a joke, people. Yep. You know, um, the process is like this. I watch the fights, and especially if they're on Fight Pass, I put them in a giant corner of the screen, and then I put the Twitter thing on the bottom part of it. Okay. And my eyes are just absorbing, and I've got that good skill now where I don't even have to look at the keys. I just type what I'm thinking. You are uh, good at that. It'll happen. Whew. Sorry, I was just thinking about what would happen if I did that. If I didn't reread it before I it set it up. up. <laughs> <laughs> because there are some jokes that get ruined. Like once in a while, you'll you'll write a joke that just goes, Bleh. oh, I fucked that up because I really didn't proofread that. But for yeah. the most part, I'm I'm watching and it's it's good because it allows me to watch the action and also comment on some things that I think are pretty notable. Um, and like I said, it was a good set of fights. Uh, for example, had I actually not been doing what I was doing, there's no way I could have tweeted out, Ugh, was Goldie really reaching with that Rock'em Sock'em robot comparison? <laughs> Why, Goldie? Why? Because that's the kind of moronic stuff you miss at 2 a.m. in the morning when he's yeah. saying sense. <laughs> not rap. Rap doesn't mean uh, shit. Can I, can I say my favorite joke that I wrote? And this isn't even one. Like MMA roasted favorited uh, a couple of them, but th- this is one that I was like, you know what? I like this joke more than I care to admit. You ready for it? Please say it. Yes. Okay. Here we go. The joke goes as follows. Fun fact: the numbers number six and eight don't correspond with Mark Hunt and Big Country's respected heavyweight rankings, but rather their numbers for the post-fight buffet. <laughs> so there you go <laughs> that is good that's really funny I'm kept alluding they're number six and number eight they're number six and number eight of the division and i was like no they're number six and number eight in the fucking buffet line let's be real <laughs> alluding to my previous comments about their cholesterol obviously yeah. people took creative attacks that's one of the most creative i heard <laughs> that made fun of yes. their physique i do like that we all just attack We're like screw it they're fighters 
what's the well, what's the going other on thing here? is Mark Hunt had to lose fifteen pounds or nineteen something like crazy like that on the day before a fight, and you ask yourself, wait, how? How does he have to lose that much weight? That's a very good question. I I don't have an answer for you. I wish I did. On uh, weight of the bout, can he just put big country? I no shit. Just here's a picture of me. You remember me from last time? What do you care what I weigh? Uh, Misha Tate. Uh, one of our favorites wins with some – she wins via decision, but some really yes. cool elbows were released on her Instagram. It was a good fight. I, I enjoyed it. I think it was uh, some nice progress from her stand-up uh, since we've last seen her, so that was good. Um, she got put in some eh positions. Uh, there's still some stuff that I know that she knows that she can work on because she alluded to as much in the post-fight after. But, you know – we like the Misha Tate, and I think they were talking about her versus Sarah McMahon, and I really like that fight. I'm I would watch the hell out of that. I'm excited to see that fight as you say it. That's it's fun to start getting excited about the women's division, and obviously Ronda Rousey has a pretty secure stranglehold on first, but after that, yes. it's pretty contentious, and it's fun. They're fun fights. Yes. So, uh, you know. Props to UFC, mixed martial arts, and feminism, Esparza. <laughs> you got so, them all in one swoop. Good nailed job. Nailed it. A sentence used four times in mm-hmm. sports journalism over the last year. Uh, anything big to take away? We've got Hunt winning. We've got Hury, Miles Hury uh, winning via KO. Yeah, Akiyama. Sexy. Uh, sexy Yama, who's 39. And won in devastating fashion. Uh, I was I was a big fan of the way he was fighting that night. It was good good shit from him. Uh, Misha Tate, good stuff. We obviously talked about that. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that really stuck out. Um, Bruce, I don't know. I mean, was fighting right. Alex yeah, he didn't win. No, lost yeah. via decision to Masanora Kahihara. Bless you. I'm killing. I'm killing on these names right now. Mm-hmm. People can't see uh, it. <laughs> they, if they look at him later, they're like, "He did kill that. He killed that." Yeah. Um. God. Yeah. No. It was. It was good. And and I would like to say, uh, you know, it's good to see a fight like that, and and that they're using the fight pass for something like that. It's just, again, there's so many fucking fights. Like we're already at a pay per view this weekend, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It, uh, it, and now hey, it's we're just like about to do over under life. Kevin. So we should go do that. Uh, can I just say one thing? Hyun Yo no. Lim, who I'm pretty sure was in Lost, also fought on this card. So cool. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> I think that was that's what you wanted part. to stop the transition. <laughs> Sorry, for. yeah, that was I, <laughs> that was embarrassing. It was like, wait, let me get this not very good joke as I got it out. Uh, I will say the one that I said that was pretty stupid, but I guess people liked it. Was are we sure? Takanori Sato isn't Ricky the Dragon Steamboat in disguise, just asking. For a friend. And people enjoyed that. <laughs> so there's that. That's
Hey, what's up, everybody? So, guess what? It's another pay-per-view weekend, which, Kevin, what do you think means for our podcast? I think it means, Raph, we get to play, and, well, I get to once again seize the opportunity and excel at picking who's going to win these devastating fights. I believe that's what it means. Kevin, you know, there are almost as many fights on this card as many times as you've lost the game with your own name on it. No way. <laughs> there can't be that many. How many have there's, I lost? There's a few. In fact, we might be short <laughs> a few fights on this card. But, there's uh, 11 fights, so that's not good. Yeah, you, you haven't won at this game a lot. So, you know, I thought it'd be a great challenge. Last time we brought on, uh, for those who don't know, Kevin is a purple belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So last time we brought on a purple belt. So this oh, time yeah. I thought, you know what? Still a purple belt, challenge. by the way, Raph. Hasn't uh, been, for now. Yeah, uh, just say it. Hasn't been revoked. It's important. Uh, still could be, though. Hashtag <laughs> reasons we should revoke Kevin's purple belt. He's taken, by the way, my instructor has started that little, taking up your little has crusade really? of using it as like a thing. <laughs> so It only gives me more power when I'm right. But uh, today, Kevin, I thought I'd challenge the side of you that you are maybe most prideful about which is your comedy side oh Raph, come on that's yours you stop being funny there's no way you're gonna bring someone in that could challenge me comedically what if i were to tell you we have a nationally touring comic on the line please everybody say hello to my good friend mr stephen briggs hey what's going on everybody that's right i'm here i do stand-up comedy i also tap dance That was my you tap know, dancing. That was that was very good. I was wondering if that was a Looney Tunes noise that you had just pressed a sound card for. But uh, Steve, do us a favor. Tell us all about you. That came from my feet. That came from my feet. That came from your feet, you idiot. Hey, <laughs> tell us all about you in 30 seconds. Go. Well, I'm sexier than your co-host. I mean, you, you can Facebook me and find out that that's true. And uh, not not only not only do I do comedy, but at the end I do a male stripping act. Uh, I'm part of a three person group called Triple D Dignified Dirty Dancers. So uh, check us out. That's about thirty seconds. Oh, okay, sweet. I mean, I'm <laughs> glad you timed yourself. That that couldn't have worked out better. Uh, yeah, Kevin, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you I'm more on top of it than you guys are. You're not. Uh, time out. This isn't the Stephen Briggs that does the gay cops joke, is it? Yes, this is him. Are you fucking with me, Raph? Hold on, Steven. I'm sorry. Wait. Okay. Last week you had to bring someone that's a competitive jiu-jitsu person, which is a super niche thing. Mm-hmm. Now you're bringing <laughs> touring stand-up comedians that I find my Oh, you're a dickhead. Yeah, I'm fucking messing with you. You're not just messing head, with man. me? It's like a real... Oh, this will no, be fun. It's him. I mean, Thanks. I do a pretty good Steve Briggs impression, but no, this is really him. Uh, and we're, we're excited to have him. Uh, Kev, what do you have to say to Steven Briggs? Because he, he has a lot that he's saying at you, and he seems like he's in your head right up top. Well, I'm not going to lie. I was not <laughs> expecting you to have a comedian. That's Usually it's not that... But I have insider knowledge, Raph. I have insider knowledge, and God's on my side. I don't see how I could possibly go wrong. That got weird real quick. Um, you know, the other thing that's interesting about Steve, Steve is also a practitioner in Brazilian jiu-jitsu and in wrestling. Uh, Steve is actually quite, an, quite a good wrestler. So it, well, consider me like... half impressed. Wow. Wow, that was unnecessary, Kev. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Again, the wrestling community can send that care package to <laughs> at PhillipsKevin1 via Twitter. They know the message. I apologize for a fourth time. Just in case you haven't caught up here, uh, Steve, uh, Kev has insulted the wrestling community. Uh, multiple times, despite having zero background in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Why? Uh, mostly just an easy target, and I feel like they're right for it, and they get feisty. 
They get very touchy. Oh, I, I see, I see. Well, they can. You know, the singlet is very tight. You guys have more of a loose outfit. It's, more, it's much more comfortable. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, guys, uh, why don't we do this? Let's go ahead and play Over Under Kevin. Let's do it. Now it's time for the thrilling installment of Over Under Kevin. All right, so basically, uh, for those who have never heard how this works, the premise is very simple. It's beat Kevin at picking UFC 178 picks. So what's going to happen here is I'm going to go down the line. Uh, We're going to pick out matches randomly on the card that's coming up for this weekend's pay-per-view. Each contestant here is going to get 15 seconds to say who they think is going to win. After each contestant speaks, I will then give them rebuttal time should I feel like it or... Should I just want to hear them talk shit to each other? Gentlemen, do you understand the rules? Yes. Of course. And I have an opening statement. <laughs> you have an, uh, I, We don't have room for opening statements, Kevin. That's not how this game works. What I'm about to do to Stephen Briggs, the NFL will probably suspend me for in a few days. I just want that publicly noted. Carry on, ref. Go on with the game. Hey, Steve. I, I, have no rebuttal for that. I have no rebuttal for that. I don't watch the NFL. I'm here for, for UFC fight night, <laughs> and that's what I'm here for. I'm not here for any bullshit. If you want to do any running back, you take that home. <laughs> well, I think Steve is game and ready, so I why don't we go say, ahead and kick I, this off? Someone stretched out before the contest. Let's do this, ref. Let's do it. 15 on the clock. We're going to go ahead and start with Mr. Steven Briggs with a lightweight bout. Between Jorge Mazdaval and James Krause, you've got 15 on the clock. Go. Um, I'm going to go with James Krause because his nickname is the James Krause. Like, how terrible the nickname. That's how confident he is. He's like, I don't need a nickname. Just put a the before my name. I'm about to kill this shit. So that's why I picked that guy. All right. That, that's as good as reason as any. Uh, Kev, what do you have? 15 on the clock. Go. Uh, I pick Jorge Game-bred Masvidal, though this is interesting for the exact same reason. Because James Krause's nickname is the James Krause, I went against him. So, right there with the motivation, couldn't disagree more okay. with now, the results. He's not a very creative guy, but I think he gets like, I don't need to be. This fight technique is just going to show it up. That nickname deserves to get punched in the face hard and on national television. <laughs> Uh, Steve, if you could give Kevin any kind of nickname, what would it be and why? Um, um, Ke- Ke- I don't know. What would I give nickname? I give him, I give him, I give him the Kevin, just because he hates that nickname already so bad. So he'd be the Kevin to me. The Kevin who likes to talk about football when he should be talking about UFC fights. Oh, I'd no. be so embarrassed to introduce myself ever. People are like, "Do you have a cool nickname?" Just like shrug. Yeah, it's the Kevin. It was given to me by You know, there's actually a comedian who gave himself that nickname. I thought that was funny. Well, was it a good name or was it just like The Chris, which isn't really. Yeah, it was like The Greg. Pretty bad. (laughs) Only can do it with a plain name. Kev, I'm going to ask you same question, 15 on the clock. Do you have a nickname for Steve already? I would nickname him Sure Knows About Choking, and it would be like a double entendre. Like touting his MMA business, mm-hmm. and then uh, the the comedy thing. Would you kind of think that's a compliment? Like he knows about choking, as opposed to being the choked. 
Well, let me tell you something. First of all, I've ch- I've choked a lot of women during sex because they like that. So I do know a lot about choking. <laughs> so there's three different ways, my man. Three. Triple entendre. I think we've come Bam. to an agreement. I think Sexual you sure know about jokes. So let me ask this, uh, Steve, over on that side, no punches from the girlfriend on that one? No, no, no. She was like, please choke me right now. Oh, okay, sweet. <laughs> Just wanted to make sure we were all on the same page. She was, guys, yeah, yeah. We Guess what? Like that. Who taught the Undertaker the choke slam? I did. That's right. You just got with the show. That's so stupid. We're going to go to our next fight. We're going to go over to Kevin. 15 on the clock. It's John Howard versus Brian Ebersol. 15, go. First of all, this is an easy fight to predict. Howard is nicknamed Doomsday. He's on a four-fight win streak. 32% of the time, he knocks people out. It's going to be Howard. All right, Steve Briggs. Do you feel that John Howard is going to take this fight? If so, why? No. If not... No, Brian no, and I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. Because Brian is balding badly. He needs this in his life, okay? He, he is. is balding badly. He needs something to go right. And I feel like this is the only thing he can control. He can control that hairline. But he can control an asshole, but I can tell you that. <laughs> okay, um, Steve, I, I really want to stick on this idea. I'm going to go back to you for 15 more <laughs> seconds. Um, in that same context, doesn't Kevin need this really badly? So isn't he more inclined to win this bout between you and him? I mean, I think so. Yeah, he needs to really that too, and that's what. All right, you know what I mean. If he if he wins, I understand. I'm I'm winning. I'm winning when we when we uh are not on the radio when we walk out in person. So. Oh, okay, okay. Just making sure that's that's the way yeah. it is. Kevin, oh, I've regrets? played in Vegas. I've played in Vegas. I'm touring. Fuck you. I'm gonna be at the Frederick Open Mic tomorrow. Where if you get there before eight thirty. <laughs> You can get five minutes, and there are going to be five people that don't want to listen to me. So you think about who you want to be tomorrow night. I'm just saying. Six, six, I'll be there. I'll be there, too. Perfect. I'll be there watching you. I'll be there watching you, taking pictures, and then posting them. I'm like, this is a loser right here. I like that Kevin went from having five people who didn't want to listen to him to six. Way to go, Kevin. That, that's <laughs> called a breaker. You've got another fan, Kevin. How does that feel? How do you feel about that, Kevin? It's, it's every comedian's worst nightmare to have a more successful comedian in the audience <laughs> screaming about how bad they are. It's like that would really – that we should film that, though. That would probably go oh, viral. Right. That would be amazing. Uh, now, uh, Kev, any second regrets just based off of this information – do you feel uh, that Brian Ebersole does need it more in his life? I certainly am worried about the amount of chest hair Brian Ebersole's rocking um, because that can, like, shield body kicks. So it's a tactic. Um, but I think we're going to be okay. No, I'm sticking with John Howard. John Howard looks hungry. Okay. Uh, same thing with you, uh, Steve. You still sticking with Brian Ebersole. Based I'm, off that information. I'm sticking with Brian, yeah. I got to. I mean, somebody's got to help this man. So I'm going to back him up. <laughs> I like where this is going. Guys, we're going to our next fight. It's a featherweight fight between Dustin Poirier and Conor McGregor. Steve, this one's going to you 15 on the clock. Go. Okay, Conor is definitely going to kick this dude's ass. First of all, I mean, he's from Ireland. That's where the heart of fighting is, you know what I mean? And I love that accent. And second of all, I mean, he looks like a bad guy from a movie. When you see him in the suit and he's just like, I'm going to rip his head off. I love that. And also, this guy, if you look at him with his shirt off, okay, it's not his okay, abs. Wait, wait. Hold that on. I'm impressed I'm with. I'm going to stop yeah. you here. I don't want to know what the end of that <laughs> sentence is when you look no, at No, 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 wait, let me finish. Let me finish. <laughs> let me finish. It's not his abs that I'm impressed with that I'm like, oh, he can kick ass because he has abs. I'm saying he can kick ass because he has an Ed Hardy tattoo on his chest. And any man who has Ed Hardy tattoo on his chest must be a total badass. He's like, I don't care what people think about me. 
<laughs> this this vague impression that you're doing of Liam Neeson doing Scrooge McDuck do is the best yeah, I've ever heard. Well. It's not terrible. I, th- I honestly thought I Conor McGregor. I thought Conor McGregor was online. For so Conor, 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 because of the Ed Hardy tattoo on his chest. He's a very confident man. Mm, I see it. Uh, Kev, I've got 15 on the clock for you. Where do you go on this? Uh, first of all, I can't believe the UFC doesn't have Dustin the Diamond Poirier leading off a card. This is only like this is like the first of ninety four cards. He hasn't been the first act. I gotta go with Fightland's own the Diamond. He's from Louisiana. What more do you really need to say? Like he's gonna win this fight. Um, you tend to need to say more things when people are from Louisiana. Briggs, do you have anything more based <laughs> off of Kevin's pick now? I, I not only do I think Connor's going to win, I think he's going to knock Dustin out. Dustin's like they're going on. The last thing he's going to see is that Ed Hardy tattoo. I mean, he does have a point that it's a distracting tattoo because I've been staring at it for like <laughs> 10 seconds and I haven't been able to look away and I'm a little nervous. But we're talking about Dustin Poirier. Okay, Lightning in those fists. If, if I, we are talking about this, though, uh, I, I will only be impressed if the tattoo is bedazzled. Is the Ed Hardy tattoo bedazzled, Briggs? It's not dazzled, bedazzled, but it is oiled up, so it kind of looks <laughs> shimmery. Okay, it's, cool. It's bedazzled I'll with man. Bedazzled with man is so gross. <laughs> it's also that also might be the name of a gay porn title. Just but or the world's on. best the worst next. glam rock band. <laughs> Let's go to our next. Oh uh, yes, bedazzled <laughs> man. That would be great. They opened for Queen. You may have heard of them. Uh, let's go to our next fight. We're going to start with Kevin. Uh, Kev, this is Patrick Cote versus Stephen Thompson. 15, go! Uh, Patrick Cote still continues to look like the most upset person in his photograph. I actually like Stephen Wonderboy Thompson for an upset. Cote is a little past his prime. I haven't liked him the last few fights. <laughs> I haven't liked him. That's so mean. Uh, Briggs, is Kevin past his prime? Kevin, uh... You know what? I think I think Kevin's just heating up right now. He's heating up. He's heating you heard up that. right now. Heating up, baby. Okay. I'm going to put that in my bio. <laughs> Stephen Briggs said I was up. heating up. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I would say that because, because I like your pick on this one. You know oh. what I, mean? I, think, I think I have to agree on this one. You know what I mean? Uh, mainly because Stephen Thompson looks like a lead singer from Sugar Cult, and that guy can't be beaten. So okay. that's why I take for Patrick Cote. He looks like the lead singer from Sugar Cult, and that guy can't yeah. be beat. And he happy- looks like a boy, boyish, boyish figure. Like he doesn't have the facial hair, but he looks like like he could be the younger brother or the younger version of the guy from Sugar Cult. Half the people <laughs> listening to this podcast and in the world would immediately have to look up who Sugar Cult is. Just so you well, know. you know why I know Sugar Cult was? Because <laughs> I did a show at a casino the other day, and they were in the room next door to me. <laughs> <laughs> they seem like a band that would make weird requests to the guest staff. I don't know why. <laughs> you have to have like a whole thing of Doritos munchies, two family size bags. I don't know. Mm. Okay, let me get this straight. It sounds like Briggs is supporting Stephen Thompson? Question mark. Yeah, and yeah, the band I'm- Sugar Cult. Okay, okay, because of Sugar Cult. Just want to make sure. I, I wanted to make sure the logic was sound and that I wasn't glossing over anything for no reason. Kev, do you feel redeemed by this? Do you feel like Sugar Cult is the way to go still? I, I feel like I'm going to have to download an album of theirs tomorrow, and I'm just really <laughs> glad that uh, Steve and I are on the same page here. He followed well. Mm. 
Steve, did you follow on that one or did you lead by example? I, I felt like I led by example because I had a better description of why I wanted Steven to win. He just kind of was like, I'm just going with Steven Thompson because Patrick Pays been on the downfall. But I gave, the, he, see, he gave negatives, I gave positives. Ooh, very important. Very, I also very did sugar cult name drop, so I agree. I lost in the explanation of that. To be fair, Kev, there's no way you could <laughs> sugar cult uh, name drop because you were in the same vicinity of them opening in the same casino. But, True, you know, but hey. I feel like I'm close. I don't know why. <laughs> I didn't feel close. I mean, it's one notch up from open mic. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. That's it. Sugar cult effects. Oh no! Briggs Briggs has gotten under Kevin's skin and is now giving him the, the case of the giggles because he's just stuck on sugar cult. I would back love together. obscure specific references. I really think those are the best. And just to hear why that one's hold on, uh, uh, Steve, I'm ready. do me a favor. Do you have Do you have those earmuffs that we talked about earlier that you can put on and not listen to anything real quick? Oh, but of course. Thank you very much. Go ahead and put those on right now. Kev, what the fuck is wrong with you? That was really funny. <laughs> Come on, focus. dude. I'm focused. You know I'm what focused, happens when rap. the guest knows that they're funnier I'm than you? Finishing my whiskey, I'm focused. Go. That doesn't help. That it makes things worse. No, I'll be fine. All right, fine. Minor Just remember, I'm I tried to help you out here. Right. I appreciate that. This was a good pep right. talk. I'm focused. Right. I've, hey, right. asked and answered. I'm focused. I'm back in. Fair enough. Uh, Briggs, uh, go ahead and take off those earmuffs. Okay. Hey, what's Amazing. Going on? Amazing that he just knows. Like, he can yep. hear it. That's great. You know what it is? We send him well, a I had someone else listening on the phone for me. I had someone else yeah. listening oh, on the phone perfect. for me. That's, that's a pro. That's a pro. All the members of Sugar Cult acted as operators for just <laughs> one just second, everybody. Break out into an acapella <laughs> number. I quit. Just so you know, by the way, behind him. Kevin, I we're quit. losing you again. Stop it. We're going to go over to Briggs. This next fight is starting with you. It's a lightweight bout between John Tuck versus Kevin Lee. 15 goo. Okay, now I was going to pick Kevin Lee because he's a black guy with an Asian last name. And I was like, wow, that's pretty badass. That's the cream Abdul Jabbar, you know, because he trained under Bruce Lee. But then John Tuck's nickname is the Super Saiyan. And the fact that he thinks he is a character that can grow luscious locks that are blonde is just amazing to me. So I'm going to go with John Tuck. Okay. Uh, Kev, do you have any rules that have nothing to do with anime to pick on this one? Go. No, but that was a it's a tough equation um i've i'm obviously going with kevin lee because of my namesake and you know the motown phenom let's give one for detroit guys they deserve this don't they <laughs> as briggs does motown deserve any of this what was that does motown deserve a win do we have to give them something come on detroit. i I, I, you know what? I don't think so. I think, I think this guy, this guy, uh, John Tuck. I mean, that's it's so weird that Kevin Lee is a black guy with an Asian name, and then John Tuck is a Asian guy with a black name. So, <laughs> <laughs> breaking barriers for races all around and having <laughs> exactly. You know, Bruce Buffer is going to fuck up who he points to on accident at one point during <laughs> this fight. Without question, he's going to mess it up. Uh, guys, I'm getting really excited about some of these fights that are coming up because these are some monster names that are coming up on this fight. Dare I say better than the main card? Nah, nah, nah. We'll get there when we get there. <laughs> uh, we're going to go ahead and go to Kevin on this one. You are fighting and figuring out who is going to win at the bantamweight between Dominic Cruz and Takeya Mizaki. Uh, great job, Raph, by the way. Glad I didn't get in your head. 
Dominic Cruz. Here, obviously. <laughs> I, I agree. One of us is. Dominic Cruz has to be the favorite. I don't care if it's a five next to Takian. He's slightly not favored in Vegas. I'm going with Vegas. I'm taking the points. Dominic Cruz. Dominic Cruz. Okay. Do you think that the ring rust has any effect on him, Briggs? Yeah, I'm Do you think that Dominic Cruz is actually going to pull this off, though? Are you asking me? Yes, I said Briggs. Oh, sorry about that. I think I think you know I'm gonna have to agree, and I think Dominic Cruz. I'm going with him, uh, obviously, because I can't pronounce the other guy's name. Yeah, so I'm gonna go with Dominic Cruz. Yeah, yeah, uh, and also because he's related to Tom Cruise. So I think he's gonna do well. Interesting, uh, Kev. Do you think that pick is far and away, or do you think? that Steve Briggs is going on a Mission Impossible going with Dominic Cruz, as we all know, the star of Vanilla Sky. Go. Well, it's going to be Days of Thunder for all of us, I think, mm-hmm. as Dominic Cruz regains. I can't believe he's not on the main card. Crushing. Like, his spirited return is going to end uh, during the Fox prelims. <laughs> That's such a stupid... That's That was my beef with this fight. Dominic Cruz is going to be fine. Nice job by you with all of the Tom Cruise references. Thank you, Kevin. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, let's go over. Briggs, do you have anything left to say on that one? Do you feel like Kevin summarized everything perfectly to make your point? You know, I think this is one that we have to agree on. Uh, it's just uh, Dominic Cruz, I think, is going to take this one. And if he doesn't, uh, you know what? I will buy both of you ice cream. Deal. You heard it here. Hey. You heard it here. Well, don't get you too ahead of yourself, Briggs, because – there are stakes involved. There will be a bet by the end of this, and we're going to explain more in a couple fights, okay? You ready for that? Okay. 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 Here we go. We're going to our next fight, and you're going to go and start us off with 15 on the clock and tell us who's going to win the lightweight bout between Donald Cerrone and Eddie Alvarez. Go. Oh, man. This one's, this one's a really tough one. Um, Donald Cerrone, uh, he's been on uh, – he's won the fight bonus four times in a row. So this guy's an animal. He's on a, he's on a killing streak. Uh, Eddie Alvarez, I do like him. Uh, he has a hot wife. But I think that usually when people come into UFC the first time, they, they don't perform as well as, uh, you know what I mean, the first fight in the UFC. So I'm going to have to go with uh, the Cowboy on this one. Okay, so you're going with the Cowboy. Kev, are you thrown off by the use of real analysis on this one? I was a little taken aback by uh, that little factoid on the end. That's a new strategy. I like it, using... Fighter logic. Um, do I get to answer? Or where am I at? Or am I just? Mm, you have five seconds. Go. I cannot go against the cowboy. Yeah, uh, the Cerrone is—he's <laughs> too good. It, it's I, really hard to make a, an argument against him. I was impressed by Steven's ability to actually promo this fight. He did a much better job selling that it's going to be even remotely good than I did. I can't see Eddie Alvarez lasting past. I'm going to put the over-under at 1 minute 20 seconds. Okay, okay, that's interesting. Uh, Briggs, do you feel like this – you, you did bring up the idea that Eddie Alvarez is coming for this first fight. Um, the insight I wanted to get from both of you guys, but I'll start with you, Briggs, is that it mm. seems that Dustin Poirier's – one of his skills is knocking people out and submitting them, and mm. Eddie Alvarez's skill is surviving multiple rounds. 
Well, those two guys aren't fighting each other. You just said Dustin and Eddie. Yeah, you're talking about Donald Cerrone. Though you did what all of America did: confuse Donald the Cowboy Cerrone with Dustin the Diamond Poirier, because they <laughs> might be the same Jesus person. Jesus Christ! Are we all terrible hosts? That was great. You know what's happened? Kevin has actually done this before on the podcast, and I like to say that Kevin is contagious. So I do think that I, I started off as a smart human being once. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Repeated exposure to Kevin has made me incredibly stupid. I've been blowing so. weed through this microphone for years. Just trying My to apologies to everybody. Uh, so let me go ahead and rephrase what I was saying there earlier. Uh, Donald Cerrone is really known for, for pushing people and, and taking them into exclusively destructive fights. Eddie Alvarez, eh, not so much. Do you think that he can survive and maybe surprise us at all? I think he'll get past the first round, um, but... I can't see him doing anything past that, really. I think uh, Donald Donald just pours it on too thick, you know what I mean? Uh, Eddie's going to be uh, the pancake, and Donald will be the syrup that's just all over him, you know what I mean? Uh, okay. I think I understood that. I'm not sure. Um, I eat a lot right. of breakfast. I eat a lot of breakfast. Even at dinner, I eat breakfast. <laughs> Eats breakfast. Uh, good. I'm glad that's what we got repeated on here. Um, <laughs> all right. I think we're all in agreement. You got to go with the the cowboy on this one. So let's go to our next fight. And uh, Kev, you're going to start us off on 15. It's our friend on the podcast, Tim Kennedy versus Yoel Romero. Go. I can be a combative douchebag at times, and I will take an opposition stance against anyone, including a family member. But I don't have a death wish, Raph. I'm going to vote for Tim Kennedy because I feel like he might listen and I don't want to be on record saying no to that guy. That's fair. Not like he has better things to do than to listen to us, but in the off chance he does. Uh, Okay. Uh, Let's go over to Briggs. 15 for you. I'm I'm going with uh, Yoel. I was actually going to go Tim, but then I found out he was a friend of the podcast. So I'm going with Yoel. Just uh, (laughs) I want to see some shattered hopes there. <laughs> the soldier of God is who you've chosen. Just so you know, that's the nickname Yol will be going by. You know, Kev, I know when he's ever done this. Do you think it's a smart decision to go against friends of the podcast here? It's certainly a daring move, especially because not just a normal friend of the podcast. Like most of our friends are lackeys, potheads. He happens fighters. He happens to be. A former Special Forces sniper. I just want to say that out loud. You take it for what it's worth. I just don't. It is a specialized version of this. Were you trying to walk back your statement, any Briggs? No. Let me tell you something. Uh, We have a long history of Kennedys being killed, and there's no difference here. This Kennedy's going down as well in this match. He does kind of resemble the Kennedy family. I'm not opposed to the analogy. Okay. No. Let's not not endorse any part of this Kennedy killing. Soldier of God, Yoel Romero. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Can we go back to the jokes about Yoel Romero, like, shitting himself? Like, those are funny. He's a soldier of God, ref. You can't oh, make fun yeah. of that either. I can't say anything about Yoel. I'm on his side. Sweet. All right. So let's just make it official. Briggs has a death wish, so that's cool. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad that he's picked against Tim Kennedy. And you know what? As a friend, I will absolutely not not tell him you said any of that. So don't worry I'm about not, it. You're good. Right. I'm not texting you. him right now. I'm not texting Thank him. Thank you. <laughs> Let's go to our next saying, fight. And, hey, there's uh, a comedian that said you're going to lose. Just didn't text him that, so you're good. 
Good. Well, don't worry. I, uh, if, if Tim loses, he'll be buying me ice cream. So. <laughs> What what a dangerous life you live by. <laughs> you, that's the only life I live. Mm, okay. Let's go to our next fight, guys. It's a bantamweight bout between Manvel Gambirian and Cody Gibson. Let's have Briggs start this 15. Uh, first of all, any man named Cody is not tough. Cody Cody's going to get destroyed. I don't even really like Manny. I think he's a terrible fighter. But Cody Gibson? Come on now. Like, who's going to be like, oh, who can go home and feel like, a man if they got beat up by a man named Cody Gibson. Who beat you up? Cody Gibson? <laughs> I'm with Manny all the way. Okay. Kev, what do you think? Well, this is easy. <laughs> I'm with Cody Gibson. First of all, I think this is the fight we've all been waiting to talk about. Uh, I'm obviously going with Cody, the renegade Gibson, because he looks like James Franco's little brother. Dave Franco. He looks like Dave Franco. Yeah, we, we know who James Franco is. Neighbors? Yes. Jinxie Cat is very James Franco is a little brother? He looks yeah. like, yeah, the from Neighbors. Oh. Such hit films as I, 21 Jump Street. He plays the villain, kind of. I never saw it. Okay. Oh, it's really well, good. I think you would Cody Gibson looks like him, so I'm but nailing okay. the references. About movies I'm just, not, I'm just imagining a young, young James Franco. Yeah, also, I've never thought of the James Franco family as being a clan of good fighters, but okay. <laughs> Have you not seen 27 Hours? It's in their DNA. This guy's going to win. I've, I've seen 27 Hours where he cuts his arm off. I haven't seen have it. Be, I just make the reference. I've seen it. I've oh, okay. seen it. <laughs> Let me tell you. No. You have to be. You have to be. He wants to fight to a rock. He wants to fight to a rock, okay? James Franco wants to fight to a rock in 27 Hours. A rock took his arm off. That's a jiu-jitsu move right there. You should know about jiu-jitsu. That belongs on a t-shirt. <laughs> James Franco it lost really a fight does. to a rock. <laughs> Deal with so, that. Let me ask you this, Steve. Uh, you know, you mentioned ice cream, but do you want to think bigger on this? Because uh, as you may or may not know, on this podcast, every time we do Over Under Kevin, there are stakes. There's a bet that we make between you and Kevin. So you have two fights to think about what stakes you would like to put up to Kevin. And Kevin will do the same. I think Kevin's already thinking of one. Are you not, Kevin? Oh, yeah. I've got a few on my mind. Okay. That's well, more dangerous I, than not. Yeah. How, I don't know how big you guys go. Uh, uh, well, okay, not financial well, because that's just mean. Uh, that yeah, would just be I don't, mean to take away Kevin's things. I like, I can't afford it. Uh, but usually as, past things have been, Kevin? I was going to say as small as like sending two random items to that person and as big as writing a song for them. Oh, okay. I like that. I like all of that. That's just giving you an idea. (laughs) Well, use your own creativity. I know you have some and we're going to come back to you in a little bit. But for right now, we're going to go to Kevin for the women's bantamweight bout between Kat Zagano and Amanda Nunes. You got 15 seconds. Go. Yeah, I'm not buying into the hype. Kat Zangano's coming back from a while. Alpha, uh, I'm taking the underdog, Amanda Nunez, minus 350. This is all hype. She shouldn't be minus 350. Look at the scowl on that woman's UFC picture. Okay. Amanda Nunes. Uh, do you happen to agree with this, Briggs? I mean, I checked out Amanda's face, and it is frightening. Like, that's the last thing I would like to open my eyes to when I wake up in the morning. Uh, so she's definitely terrifying, but Kat has never lost a fight. Am I correct? Uh, no, I don't believe she has. She hasn't lost a fight. Okay, so Kat hasn't lost a fight, and you no, know, I, I, know. I do uh, appreciate watching 
when I was younger, uh, I was watching young felines, the cats, they used to kill uh, mouse uh, and stuff like that around the yard. So I know how ferocious a cat can be. So I'm definitely yeah. going with this uh, undefeated cat. Uh, can well, I smack his logic? logic as any. Uh, no, allow me to smack it in the face. Amanda ahead, Nunez's Kevin. nickname is the Lioness, dickhead. I knew that. Your I knew that. No, 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 hey, hey, hey. I already knew that, but I, I thought that that was Boyd because I'm like, well, her real name, she, she has to give her a nickname that. That's her, she's like, you know what? I'm so badass, my real name is a feline. America's on my okay. side. I'm winning. Uh, I would like to point out America's on neither of your sides, just, just if we're being <laughs> accurate, I think. Just before you make those types of claims, Kevin. Before we make any uh, of those no. kinds of things. Okay. Uh, I, I, for one minute, am very excited to see Kat back in. I would like to see her fighting back up for a title shot again. I think a, a fight between her and Ronda would be great. So as much as I like Amanda in this, I have to say, I really got to go for Kat. And I don't care if you guys ask me or not. It just happened. We're going to our next fight. <laughs> which, so- gentlemen is our main event of the evening. Astoundingly on a card filled with great fights. Oh, sorry. Uh, sorry. Didn't mostly, mean to yawn. Shut up, Kevin. Shut right up. Before you, oh, sorry. We will get to you and you can say your nonsense, but let me finish. <laughs> our championship bout between Demetrius Johnson and Chris Carrizazzo, and we're going to start with Steve Briggs. Steve, who do you think's taking it? 15 on the clock, go. Oh, man. You got to go with Mighty Mouse. His last name is the Johnson. You can't go against the Johnson. Not as a man, you can't go against the Johnson. I'm going with the Johnson. <laughs> All right. All right, Kevin. Start I'm sorry, your Who was he picking? <laughs> he, you got it. You know what he's picking. Um, 15 seconds, Kevin. Now, mind you, you have to get a pick in as well and not just criticize the weight division. Go. Okay, well, I think I understand what's going on. I fucking I'm taking Chris Carriazzo because that's the most possibly exciting thing that could happen in this fight. These two little things that are made of rubber obviously aren't going to inflict any damage. There's rarely any knockouts. There's even fewer real cool submissions. It's going to be Chris Carriazzo, the kamikaze, I guess. By I don't know, you're done. Decision. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Uh, Steve, do you think Kevin? Kevin's kind of tallish. He's about what six two, six three, Kevin. It's six one and a half, but yeah, it's, it's somewhere in there. My somewhere penis tall. says six three. Are you asking everybody... me if, 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 I'm, if, if I pick between <laughs> Kevin and I? I'm, I'm, I'm putting my money on Kevin. I think Kevin would win a fight against me and him. <laughs> oh, that was really? one of the thoughts you brought up. If that's one of the thoughts you just brought up, I, my, I'm picking Kevin. Agreed. Wow. That's no, not the way to go. And you know what Ke- the thing Kevin? is? I, I have trained with Steve, and you know what? I'll let you know this, Kevin. Not an easy fight to win for you. No, yeah, wrestlers always come with a certain level of annoyance, like they just always do. And don't worry, Steve, I'd hook you up with all of Kevin's weaknesses. So that, Listen, that's I'm, like a, I'm like a superhero. My my uniform is always under my regular clothes, so when I take my shirt off my pants, I'm just wearing the singlet, always. I'm always ready to wrestle. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, um, Steve, Prove it. let me ask Sorry. you this. Okay. You know, Kevin has a big problem against this smaller division, be it because he's bigger, be it because he doesn't like them. Uh, do you have a problem with this weight division? Do you think they don't no. produce exciting fights? No. If Kevin has a problem with it, he should just lose some weight. <laughs> His wow, lips crushing. to God's ears. It's not that easy, Steve. I've been trying. I did the no carbs. I hey. uh... That's some damn self-discipline over there, Kevin. <laughs> I'm kidding. You said ice cream and I got hungry. I don't have any self-discipline. That's what happens. 
That, like see, that was actually see, see. You didn't realize that that was actually a game plan uh, on my part. I knew that ice cream was your weakness, and I was just yeah. going to set you up for failure by giving you some ice cream. So if you won, even if you won, you still lose because I'm feeding your fat face with ice cream. Is anyone else wow. thinking about Baskin Robbins mint chocolate chip right now, or am I the only one that's <laughs> locked in on that? Okay, I think it's safe to say. So let me see if I've, I've summarized this, Kevin. You're going for not Demetrius and uh, Briggs. You've got Johnson. Yes. Of course. Yeah. Okay. Let's just all remember Briggs Chase the Johnson. Let's just sear that into our memories. Briggs Chase the Johnson. That's right. There we go. All right. You can't beat that logic, guys. All right. So we've made it all the way to the end. Uh, Briggs, what we always do is, I don't know if you know this, but now they're doing performance of the night bonuses instead of submission and knockout of the night. So we need yes. two individuals who will get the performances of the night. They don't need to be from the same fight. Uh because there's also still a fight of the night. So give us the two individuals you think who will win performances of the night and also the fight of the night. Donald Cerrone on performance and fight of the night. I'm going to just go with both because, you know, you got to put your money where, where he's winning. And I think uh, Connor Connor has one of them as well. Okay. All right. That's good. Kevin, what do you have on this one? What an amateur. Kennedy what? and Cruz get performance of the night. Cruz no. is going to get a comeback victory nod here just for winning in stunning fashion. Of course it's going to be Kennedy. And Cerrone's going to knock him out so bad they're going to announce a title shot and award him fight of the night. I think you're just going Kennedy because he's your son. That's it. Yep, super clear. Yeah, <laughs> I am. Kennedy also only has one speed, swing away. He's the uh, last seen in signs. Just if we're rocking the late 2000s references. Terrible references, Kevin. Uh, (laughs) All right. I feel that we've done a good job outlining this. Uh, Briggs, I'm going to go over to you. You've had some time. Mm -hmm. Have you thought about the bet? What bet would you like to make to Kevin right now? Should you and likely win you win? If I win, I want want Kevin to lose uh, five pounds in one month. Okay. <laughs> That's wow. such hey, a like. Self- I'm helping you. I'm helping you. <laughs> I know it's. It's like, and if I win, I want Briggs to learn French. Fuck it. Uh, That's insane. <laughs> wait, Kevin, did you just equate losing five pounds to learning a different language? You heard me. I already am thinking about Baskin Robbins. No, I like it. I can. I could uh, agree upon those terms. Okay, I could agree great. On that. Because that also means that Briggs can uh, have. A helping hand in sending me photos that I can send to you the entire time of delicious food as you're trying to lose those five pounds. Oh, fuck you. That's not cool. That I'll even great. do like a before picture on the scale and an after. <laughs> it's exactly the same looking. It's so great. And I will be wearing a wrestling uniform. No, um, I want a six-part Twitter, uh, not criticism, promoting opinion about just me as a human being and comedian. I mean, you're allowed to extemporize however, but six, so six consecutive tweets? consecutive. So it's going to be oh, like wow. a block okay. of tweets with my I'll, at Twitter handle. I'll give you five. I'll give you five. One for each pound that I bet. <laughs> I don't think this is a negotiation. <laughs> yeah, no, I accept. I'll take five and five. That'll work. Okay, cool. Uh, okay. You're on. And you, guys, you guys both agree to these terms then, yes? Yes. 
the weirdest okay. bet I've made in a while, by the way. Well, <laughs> Kev, he is right. He is, like, tough-loving you into losing some weight. Maybe he's trying I to tell you something. It. Yes, and um, next time you're coming through D.C. to tell jokes, uh, winner buys the beers. That's a gentleman's bet. I'm down, yeah, definitely. Or well, scotch and vodka in my – sorry, vodka soda if I'm in the middle of trying to lose five pounds, whatever that is. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have okay. something that's just I can breathe in that affects my judgment? No? Okay. Let's go with that. No, no. But that's good. You know, Briggs, I want to uh, thank you again for coming on the podcast. Uh, why don't we do this? Why don't we check back in next oh. week, same time, see what happens, and uh, pronounce a winner live on our podcast? Perfect. Let's do it. Awesome. Uh, Steve, where can people catch you, and what do you have going on? Tell them all that shit. Um, well, I'm going on a USO tour to Southeast Asia and Africa on October 6th uh, to November 9th. Uh, but you can check me on my website, which is stephenbriggscomedy.com. And on Twitter, I'm at Mr. Stephen Briggs. That's good shit. Steve, I want to thank you again. I look forward to finding out how it plays out. Ladies and gentlemen, nice round of applause for Mr. Stephen Briggs. Thanks for having me, guys. My opponent, but a very funny Raph Esparza, only you in consecutive weeks just to deflate my ego would bring on a very competitive purple belt who, when I when Andrew saw that we did it, was like, oh, yeah, I've refed that guy. He was a hell of a fighter, so it was compliments. Um, you then bring on a comedian. It's obviously outshining me in the spotlight of America at the moment. What do you have to say for yourself? Do you feel bad? I'm the least. And uh, we're going to go down all of your shades of personality and all of the <laughs> trademarks that we know you for. So each time we're going to bring on somebody a little different. Like next time it's going to be a gay dude. <laughs> Someone who's taller, blonder, slightly well, bluer obviously eyes. blonder. Yeah. Uh, then it's going to be uh, somebody from uh, vain Individuals <laughs> Anonymous. People who are just really into themselves. <laughs> the last person uh, you're just going to know he has a huge penis. Like, you don't even – nothing. Wow. There's not going to be any proof. We're just going to know. Wow. I'm so glad that you took the concept of vain, ignored it, and then proved my point two seconds later. <laughs> I so, think the word is pretty suggestive if we're being honest. Job. No. It's, uh, it's really not. Uh, and then maybe at the very end, we'll end with somebody from Alcoholics Anonymous, and it's just going to be an intervention for you. That's, that's like Kevin. actually, yeah, it's like I know you Kevin. This is drinking way too much on this podcast. It, we're we're worried, and Raph's wrote, written a poem that explains what your drinking has done to him on air. It's entitled "You've Ruined the Podcast," <laughs> and we're taking your purple belt. Hey, it's time for shout outs. I'll go ahead and throw a first one out to. Brazilian Fight Factory checkmat out there in Austin, North Austin, right off of 183. Great gym. Check it out if you're in the Austin area. Of course, though, I'm super happy to be back from Austin, training at my home gym where we put the gi back on, Raph. Uh, Do you remember how to use it? I think I remember what it's for mostly. It's for like taking off and trying to strangle your opponent with. You like lasso them if they try and come at you. Yeah, why not? someone with the gun. Uh, it's just, it's, uh, I was like, I thought I was in shape. I'm okay. Mm. So BJJ MMA Academy up there in Chantilly VA. If you want to come train, let us know. 
Lots of people on the mats doing work. BJJ Finder, our friends. Plug in your zip code. Find places to train. BJJFinder.com and the app. And Raph, do I have a bag coming from Datsasara? Because I travel a lot and I am really needing to make that happen. No. Okay. Are you talking about the fact that like in some weird drunken stupor, I messaged you and was like, you got your purple belt. I'm going to get you a bag. (laughs) I want a Datsusara bag. Mm -hmm. And we just need to make that happen is the point. We'll see how I'm done with. I I can't promise anything. Okay. But, uh, of course, we want to shout out our good friends at Datsusara. Kevin, I also want to shout out my good friends at Sufficient Fight Go because... um, why, Raph? I might be the owner of a new gi. Yeah. Kada! Congrats! Friend! <laughs> You're so fucking mean. Why, awesome why for the you. hostility in your clapping? Nothing is hostile about the way I'm clapping or behaving. I'm excited for my friend Raph, who got another gi. Got another gi. We want to thank them anyway. It's a really cool looking one. Um,. I may or may not use it tonight. I think tonight's no gee for us as well, so I don't know. We'll see. But when I do, I'll give you guys I'm a full recap anyway. of it. Sorry. What's that, Kevin? You're going to use it anyway. I'll just use it to wipe my forehead when I get too hot because that's so many geese I have. I use them for towels. I'm Rafa Sparza. You calm down, Kevin. I'll Listen. do my best. I'll, <laughs> I won't interrupt your shout-outs anymore. Oh, I'm trying to do a nice service for these people. Yeah. And it's all about me, 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 Kevin Phillips, the vainest person on the podcast. It's about you, you, you winning all these goddamn geese. I'm trying to do a nice service and shout them out. Stop being a dick. It's a great looking geese. It is a very nice looking geese. That is one thing Kevin texted when I sent him a picture. He just goes, awesome, LOL, which you can tell means Kevin's really pissed. So I just kind of left it Beautiful geese. Black. Um, nice. So yeah, it's a nice black uh, gi. I'll talk to you guys about it more when Kevin is probably not here. But uh, I want to go ahead and shout out Valley Martial Arts Center. V back. Uh, I want to thank you guys for pushing me extra special hard this week in uh, all of our stuff. Uh, I want to go ahead and shout out this week. Let us shout out this week, Kevin. Who do you think I should shout out this week? Rebecca. We don't have a Rebecca, you idiot. Okay. Come on. Come on. Well, no, all the guys I train with already. Uh, Yoshida. No, god damn it. You just made up a fucking name. Let's go to this. <laughs> Let's shout out uh, my buddy Andre, uh, who I get to train with, who has been making exponential increases in his jiu-jitsu and his talent. Uh, he was a new guy a few months ago, but now, dude, he's fucking... He's killing it, man. He's got that that eye where he wants to just fucking destroy things, so... Uh, he's going to be a great, great person to to continue developing GJJ. What is it? GJJ? Did I say GJJ? I can never. Yeah, I guess that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> you guys BJJ are so from Kansas for the letters. What I'm rubbing up on you. I'm winning. Yeah, you're really making me stupid. So congratulations. It would definitely uh, be my fault if you're having grammar issues. That would for <laughs> sure be me. Uh, I also want to go ahead and shout out our friends over at Open Mat Radio, specifically Paul Moran. Paul as you may know, is my uh, BJJ podcast arch nemesis. And uh, there was a really nice thing that I'll actually compliment him before I get to insulting him. 
Uh, he received his brown belt this weekend. Yeah. And if you know anything about Paul, you know that he is a, a true champion of the BJJ community. He does his best to shine the light on others who are more than just people who podium. He he gives a lot of great attention to people um, on uh, different levels of jiu-jitsu, uh, be it competitors and non-competitors. So to him, we want to send him uh, well wishes and say thanks, man. Uh, we're we're happy that you are giving so much to the community and that you are getting the type of representation you deserve for your jiu-jitsu. Having said all of that, it really sucks that you continue to take our mission statement of helping people. So don't think we don't see right through you, dick. So pure evil. Yeah, yeah, you're you're an evil guy, Paul Moran. <laughs> don't think I'm not on to you. I know exactly what you're up to. But for this week, congratulations. And a big shout out to Five Grappling. Uh, those guys were so great. I went to go visit them, and uh, they put on yet another great event and got to meet uh, all these really, really good people and another chance to see everybody say what's up. So shout out to Diane uh, Wade, uh, our good friend John Greek, uh, Paula, who I didn't even get to see, and I got to catch up with Stuart Cooper, Stu Coops, uh, who's doing great, and uh, I guess he's going to Singapore for a little while, so we're going to miss you, you know? Continue making ridiculously good DVDs and instructionals and inspirational videos, because that's what he does, is really, really good shit like that. So to everybody there, and you know what? One last one too, Kevin, now before I think of it. My sister won money in Tahoe. And won a whole bunch of money off of Kino, which is what we do in our family. I don't know how it happens. It just like, does. I didn't know anyone ever won any money off Kino. So oh, yeah. Congrats. No, it's legit. We win money in, in Kino for reals. It's like a family thing. And uh, my sister had a layover in Vegas on her way back home to Cali. And she got stuck in front of this UFC kiosk and saw them selling UFC merch. So she just bought me a UFC t-shirt because why the fuck not? That's awesome. So it was really sweet, and uh, I, I wanted to thank her for that. Because what other sister, you know, who does that? Who just buys a T-shirt for no fucking reason? Like, I didn't ask oh, for yeah. one, but she just got one for me. So I want to say to uh, my sister Chris, thank you very much. And to my family, yeah, you're pretty good too. And I like seeing you guys and spending time with you this weekend. And I'm done. That's going to do it for us tonight here on Verbal Tap. I'm Kevin. Thanks for listening. Good night, and go Lovato. Go Lovato! Thank you.